Welcome, friend, to the trifecta of joy. What is the trifecta? Awareness, befriending your inner critic, and raising your vibe. This podcast is about you, your life, your adventure, and how to live it juicy. Our podcast is brought to you by Perfectly Imperfect Life Coaching. Download your free joy guide at www.freejoybook.com. A gift from us to you. Again, www.freejoybook.com. I'm your host, Tanya Gill. But really, we're in this together. Connected, sharing, and adventuring through life. So let's do it with joy. Hi, friends. Welcome to the trifecta of joy. I am so excited to share my next guest with you. Welcome, Trinity Tashney, to the trifecta of joy. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to have this conversation with you today. (laughs) Oh, I am so excited to chat with you, Trinity. So my friends, I have to tell you about Trinity. Trinity is a powerhouse. Um, she has, she's from Minnesota and she started a not-for-profit called Trinity Bird Houses. And she really epitomizes the trifecta of joy when it comes to awareness, befriending your inner critic and raising your vibration and the vibration of others. Trinity, tell us a little bit about Trinity Bird Houses. So Trinity Birdhouses was this idea I came up with when I was younger about just like, what if we did this thing where you could build community with the people around you, but also kind of uplift the community by supporting different causes. And so we partner with those different causes and we put on an event and people can come and paint a birdhouse. And then we take those birdhouses and sell them. And 98% of the proceeds go back to the cause. So the idea behind it is you bring people together that then have this beautiful, creative, connective opportunity, which, by the way, is massive vibration rising. And then then the birdhouses are painted and then they get sold. And, And so do people have the option to purchase the birdhouse that they've painted? Yes, they do. They can purchase it at the event or they can pass it on so someone else can purchase it and support their cause. That's so awesome. That is so awesome. And then these beautiful birdhouses go out into the world, which, by the way, provide homes for birds and also are gorgeous decorations and also are supporting causes. Like, I mean, this is it's a win, 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 win. I love it. I love it. Okay. So Trinity, you're 15 years old. Like I just, let's just be really honest. Like our listeners are probably like, okay, this girl. Okay. No, she's Trinity is 15 years old. And Trinity saw this as something that was a need and something that she recognized as being an opportunity to share. So why? Why? What What's happened in your life that made you decide that this was something you wanted to do for others? Well, I had like a few major things happen in my life at the same time. When I was eight, my parents got divorced. And during that time, my grandpa was really sick and he ended up passing away. And there was just like a lot of division in my family. And then over the years, um, we ended up losing my uncle to suicide. And then 
just two years ago, I lost my grandma. And through a lot of that, I struggled with a lot of negativity. And I think all of us can say that we have, you know, because it just sounds like our own thoughts. But then I wanted to live a more positive life because it really is just brings you down when you're constantly thinking things like, oh, I don't think I can do that. I, I am scared to do that, where instead you could acknowledge that and then build off of that. And I wanted to help other people to have that positivity as well and just like rewrite their stories a little bit. So that's kind of where this whole idea of let's bring the community together and also elevate it came from. <laughs> I love it. Thank you for sharing with us that you've been through some stuff. I'm sorry that you've lost so many people and you've been through so much. Um, but but I can see that your priority has very much been about working to elevate yeah. the vibration and feelings of others. How did you how did you elevate your own vibration and, and your own feelings when you were going through that at such a young age? You know, for me, a lot of it was my faith. I had kind of like, there was so much change going on that I didn't really know who or what to rely on. So for me, I relied on God and through prayer and just like washing myself in that new identity of being beautiful, being a new creation. I was able to be like, okay, maybe it's true. And at first it was hard to believe a lot of it. Cause I mean, you see stuff all the time where it's like, you're amazing. You're this, you're that. And it's hard to believe it if you really are just not comfortable with yourself at first. But mm -hmm. then through kind of like this process of just kind of accepting myself where I'm at so I can grow, you know, because if you don't know where you're at, you're not able to grow. But it was just a very slow process. You know, some days I'd be like, oh, I really like this about myself. And then other days I would be like, hmm, what if we did something new and did this so we can help others too? And it was just this very slow building process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a learning process, right? Yeah. 100%. So it's that process of, of recognizing where you are and what you want to be different. And then being intentional about starting to make some of that change. And, and was part of that. Okay. You, so you talk about your relationship with God. And so, you know, some people have a relationship with their version of God, whatever that is, I call it source, but we all have our own version. And at the end, I believe we all go back to being love and light. And so that relationship and that trust, like what I hear is at a young age, you leaned into trusting that there was a purpose in what you were experiencing and, and in trusting what you were experiencing, making the choices to make your life better. Now, you're 15 years old and you have lots of inputs in your life. Lots. So I've got to ask about your inner critic. Do you have an inner critic? Oh, 100%. I mean, especially being a teenager, because nowadays you have like social media, you have your teachers, your friends, your parents, your siblings, your coaches whatever you're doing, everybody has an opinion on it. And so my inner critic, she'll take that and be like, hey, what if you're not so great at that? Or what if you're this? But it's like, but I'm not that, you know? And again, it's that process of just slowly kind of contradicting it. Because 
you know the truth about yourself, whether or not you're aware of it. Inside, you know who you are and what you want to do. So it's just a slow process of just like discovering that and then going, you know what? I think you're wrong, you know? And it's just that comfortability of being able to have a conversation with yourself in a way. Oh, yes, yes, yes. It is the conversation that you have with yourself that makes the difference. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're 15 or 105. We live in our heads all of the time. And so you talk about this journey of learning. What does that journey of learning mean? So for me, it's in a way life itself, because there's so many different pieces to your lives. There's the good and the bad. And it's kind of like building off that. And sometimes you'll get a new idea and you'll try it and it doesn't work. And it's actually worse than it started. And sometimes you'll get a new idea and you'll slowly apply it. And then you'll be like, this is so much better. And it's just kind of that trial and error process of living itself. Because sometimes we think that I know I've had this experience where people will just see learning as kind of like what you do in schools, but learning is so much more than that because it's what builds who you are and gets you to who you want to be. So I think just a big part of that is being aware of like the different parts of your life and then kind of being open-minded about it, but also knowing what you believe in so that you can have that base to grow and develop. So can we go there for a second? Because mm -hmm. your parents divorced when you were eight. And I know a lot of families worry about the impact of that on their kids. And they still make the decision that they believe that, that their children will benefit in the long run from their decision to part ways. And I know that for them, there's a lot of learning that happens. But as a kid who experienced parents and divorce, what did you learn about yourself in that? Well, I think the biggest piece for me was because I was so young, you kind of lose what your foundation is at that age, your parents. And I know like a lot of people don't even get to have parents, but luckily I kind of, I lost that base foundation, but I still had what they taught me in a way. And so I would talk to people about it for one. I kind of, there was a lot of anger and emotions to work through. And I learned kind of who I was and how I handled things from what I had first been taught which I think is a really big thing, you know, how we handle trial and challenges really does come from those younger ages. And so I think when I was able to deal with that when I was eight, I learned what I had been taught and I learned what I was lacking. But I struggled with identity for a really long time after that. And so I really did just have to lean into like the, I know there is a purpose for this. I know that I am more than this. I really just had to lean into that because there were times where I wasn't so sure about it. And my inner critic definitely loved those times. Right. And I think as parents, parents worry that the chil that children are going to blame themselves for divorce. And 
and blame themselves for how they help their kids navigate loss, whether it be a natural loss or a loss where someone chooses to take their life. Um, you know, parents are always trying to p- protect their kids. And so I know that that adults are doing their best for kids, but I think that we also have to consider, you know, where kids are at and what's happening for them. And, and so, you know, you said having people to talk to, who were your people? You know, for a while, right after my parents got divorced, I had this one teacher and she had just been very close with our family for years. But during those years following my parents' divorce, I would have a lot of trouble. I would get really angry for no reason sometimes just because I was frustrated at life. Or I would just struggle to do certain school assignments because I'm like, this, it didn't feel like it mattered even. But then that teacher, she would really come inside me and she'd just kind of speak life and just kind of that reassurance that, hey, it's not okay right now. But if you work at it, maybe one day it can be okay. It can be even better than okay. And she also believed believes in God. And for me, that was a really big part because I, in a way, I still needed a little bit of validation and I needed that model of, Hey, there is something I can trust in. I have a purpose, even though everything just seems to be falling apart. And so for me, that teacher, definitely, she made a really big difference for me. Okay. Let's give her a shout out. What's her name? So I call her Miss Sue, but Sue Shields, she teaches at Hand in Hand. She's actually now the principal of that campus. And so she's also gotten to like grow and develop, which is so cool. But she's just so amazing. I think we need to give Miss Sue a shout out because, you know, one of the things that we talk about when it comes to adverse childhood experiences and, and there's actually scores that say when kids have certain things that happen in their childhood, it can impact them deeply. But what research shows is that it takes a kid having one caring adult in their life to make a difference. And it's clear that while you may have had many caring adults in your life, one of the ones that made a big difference for you was clearly Miss Sue. And being able to recognize that there was that caring adult in your life that made the difference is really important, right? Because the truth is that when we have those caring adults as kids, especially, it is like being that voice that reminds you that you are okay and to trust the process and that whatever you're feeling is valid and okay. And the relationship that that she shared with you and and with God is clearly about that trust in this is happening for a reason. And and you are here for a reason. And so you took some of that reason and you and and you didn't just be like, okay, I'm going to do this. At the age of 15, you have Trinity birdhouses and your help not for profits raise funds to do more good in the world. Do you understand how beautiful this really is, Trinity? I mean, every time I talk to someone, I feel like I get even more of a glimpse at it, you know, because sometimes when you're in it, you don't really see. But then you get like these outward perspectives of like, wow. And then you're like, 
hey, maybe this is even bigger than I thought it was, you know? It's, it's that opportunity for impact, right? Like we know that as, as human beings on our, on our journey, we impact people just through conversations like this. I know that this podcast is going to impact our listeners and they're going to be like, wow, this girl is amazing. She's been through some stuff and, and she's found people to support her in the journey. And she's gone on to be at the age of 15, like, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like when I interview you when you're 25, because at the age of 15, you are about going out there and putting goodness into the world. Why is it important to you to put this into the world? Well, I think that oftentimes we can kind of go through life and think, well, maybe I can make a difference, but it's not like I could make much of a difference. And the other piece for me is the community piece. Because if you have a whole community of people thinking that they might be able to make a difference, but they don't really believe it, the world's going to stay the same. It might even get worse. But if you can like just begin this chain of impact or impact a community as a whole, like the world will be better for it. And maybe one day we will have some... Like at least a little less pain even just because we can come around and support each other. And I, I had that experience with like some of my teachers, even my siblings and parents, even after that, where they just came and they supported me, even if they didn't necessarily agree. And I think that that's something that can really be valuable to anyone. We've all struggled. We all need that community. So I want to help make that, that difference. I love the way you describe it because what you're describing is the recognition that we do feel sometimes like I'm just a single person. Can I make a difference? But the truth is, is that we all can make a difference. So when we find places and spaces where we can gather and literally share that light, share that positivity, share that goodness, it has, it has that multiplying effect, right? So someone might go to a craft night and paint a birdhouse. So on the surface, it's like, oh, a fun craft night where I go and paint a birdhouse and help cause. But what that does for us, for our own vibration and for our own sense of contribution and just for plain and simple fun is gorgeous. It raises our vibration and we take that outside of that space and into the world. And that stuff is contagious. Like just yeah. like negativity is contagious, so is positivity. And yeah. so Trinity Birdhouses is about not just creating an energetic and positive experience, but you're fu- helping people fundraise too. Yeah. <laughs> so so tell 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 me a little bit, tell our listeners a little bit about the positive impact that you've seen from these events. So we're still relatively newer. So we're still figuring out a lot of the process, but it's so interesting to just see the way that like, even though people might not believe that they can make a difference when they see someone else trying, it makes them want to try. And so it's just kind of increased people's ability to believe, to have faith in change, you know? And I think that's kind of one of the biggest pieces that we've seen is just that sometimes people will be skeptical when you tell them about something like this, 
but through that skepticism, they can grow and be like, hey, maybe I can make a difference too. And it's kind of that inspiration and that just belief. Right. It's the belief in the positive change that can come from one human being at a time. Yeah. That is so amazing. Okay. So Trinity, you are 15 years old. What grade are you in, my love? I'm in 10th grade. I'm a sophomore. Okay. So you are a 10th grade sophomore and you are already making a difference in the world. So let's talk a little bit about where you want to go and how you want to learn and grow in your life. Like, have you got big juicy plans? Well, my dream has always been to start restaurants because I believe that food is such a universal language. It's just that warmth and that community building of just like sharing a meal together. So my dream is to start my own chain of restaurants and whether that'll be nationwide or worldwide is yet to, <laughs> we'll see. But I want each restaurant to be able to plug into the community around it, help out with homeless shelters, have a night where like, hey, if you come and buy a meal tonight, some of it will go to like cancer research or just different things that can help uplift the community there. So it's not just a restaurant. It's, it's kind of like the headquarters for the change in a community. Oh, I love that. Having a restaurant be the headquarters for change in a community. So people can go and get a meal, but also contribute to something larger besides yeah. their own bellies. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That is awesome. Now, do you like to cook? Is this a, is this a cooking thing for you or is this a community thing for you? Or is it both? It's both in my family. So many people cook. So it's just been part of my life for so long. And I mean, my grandpa, he owned his own restaurants and my uncle had his own restaurants. And so it's kind of a little bit of tradition even, but I love cooking. I love artistic expression. And there's something so fun to me about the fact that you can create something. And then it's even more than someone just looking at that and feeling the connection. <laughs> they eat it and they feel it in their belly even, you know? It's just this full connection. It's, I love cooking. I love experimenting and I love community. So what could be better? <laughs> right. You're describing nurturing on every level, right? Nurturing in the creation, nurturing in the sharing of food, and then nurturing in the possibilities of sharing it beyond the community and having impact. It's amazing. It is amazing. Okay. Trinity, you are such a lovely bright light in the world and when we were talking I knew that you were you are not were you are the trifecta of joy because you bring awareness into your life you do work to befriend your inner critic and I can hear it it's it's kind of a daily process for all of us right and you've noticed even at this age in your life, I don't want to diminish the fact that you're 15 because I think it's incredible because I think if we had all started to really build on this at, at the age that you are, the world would be a, a different place and maybe people would be struggling a little less. So what makes you so inspiring to me is that you see this light within yourself and within others and you're ready to share it. I am so inspired by you. And I know that our listeners are going to be so inspired by you. 
because of simply who you are. Now, when we were talking, you commented that you were going to write a book. So I want to know a little bit about this book idea that you have coming. So my current book is, it's called Learning to Learn. And it kind of walks through a bit of the process of my life in a way. But through that, it also shares this things that you can actually apply. And it is that awareness and that growth and not even just like being aware of your inner critic, but befriending your inner critic, as you said. And it just kind of shares my story because stories are so much more memorable. And I want to use my story to help others grow as well. I don't think it matters what age you are. That's the amazing thing is you can always make a difference. You can always say, you know what, today I'm going to change. And it's a process, but you can start that process. And I want to help people do that. I love that. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter what age you are. It's about that decision to make positive change in your life first and then in the lives of others. It's beautiful. As long as you are breathing and as long as you are living, you are in possibility. Yeah. Right? You are in possibility. Trinity, this has been such a lovely conversation. You are such a lovely human being. And I am so grateful to be able to share you with our trifecta of joy audience. If you had a piece of advice for a parent of a kiddo that's a teenager. Okay. So, because we got lots of listeners who have teenage parents and they're going, Trinity doesn't sound like my kid. Or they're saying, oh, wow. Like my, my kids have been through some of the same things Trinity has. What, what piece of advice would you give those parents to help them empower their kids? I think the biggest thing is invest in your kid as much as you can. And with that, you know, if there's something that makes them really happy or something that they really want to try, encourage them. If it's something that's going to help them and you think that like this could be a big thing for them, help them. You know, we don't really know what we're doing all the time. And so we need, we need the help. We need the advice. But sometimes we also just need someone to listen. Because sometimes the issue isn't that we don't know what we're doing. It's just that we're trying to get past what has already happened. And so a big thing is also just be there to listen. Your kid doesn't necessarily need you to fix all their problems. They just need you to be there to listen because oftentimes they might even be able to fix it. (laughs) And so just support your kid in any way you can. Support activities they want to do encourage them to try new things if that's the point of growth they're at encourage them in that take that journey with them and just listen to them Mm -hmm. you said something really beautiful there take that journey with them Mm So it's not about fixing it. It's about taking the journey with them. And, you know, I love this. I, you, you are such a, you are so articulate and you're such a, an insightful speaker because in the trifecta of joy, we talk about help. We talk about help as being honor, empathy, love, and presence. It's not about doing. It's about 
being that for and with the person you love. And that is such a beautiful description. That is the way you describe that. It's that holding space and, and not necessarily fixing, but being there with them. Yeah, that's beautiful. Trinity, if people want to follow you, how do they find you on the socials? So our biggest platform is Instagram. Um, I'm on there as Trinity Tashney or Trinity underscore birdhouses. And I think that's the best place to reach us. Soon we will have more of our platforms up and running. So keep your eyes out. (laughs) Beautiful. Amazing. Amazing. I cannot wait to see the good that you do in the world and share it with even more people. Trinity, this has been such a gorgeous conversation. Thank you so, so much for being here with our listeners and with me and sharing yourself and your trifecta of joy with the world. Thank you so much for having me, Tanya. This has been such a gift. I'm so glad that I got to meet you. You know, I think it was destined to happen. And I just, I've really enjoyed this time. I think we're creating positive frequency right now. (laughs) You know what? That's exactly what we're doing. We are creating positive frequency. One heart at a time, one word at a time, one space at a time. You are a beautiful soul. Thank you so much for being you, Trinity. Thank you. To our listeners, thank you so much for being here with us and for and for sharing space with your life and Trinity and I to be able to live in your own trifecta of joy. From my heart to yours, thank you for being you and have yourself a beautiful day. Mwah. Thank you for listening, my friend. We are deeply grateful you chose to be here. I trust that this has invited you, even if in some small way, to deepen your awareness, befriend your inner critic, and raise your vibration. Please follow us, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. If you have any ideas or feedback, please reach out. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You are loved.